0: Hello and welcome to The Soprano Show. I'm Gavin Bowen. And I'm Hannibal Diaz. And today we'll be looking at Season 1, Episode 13, the finale of The Sopranos, titled I Dream of Jeannie Cusimano. This episode aired April 14th, 1999. It was written by David Chase and it was directed by John Patterson. Here's the HBO synopsis for... This episode in the season one finale, Tony is stunned to discover that the attempt of his life may have been ordered by someone very close to him later. He must deal with the fact that everyone knows he is seen a shrink. Christopher is sent to take care of Jimmy Altieri. I actually added to this synopsis mm-hmm. because I felt like that last sentence was sputtered <laughs> yeah. out. Christopher is sent to take care of Jimmy Altieri, which he is, right. but it's just like odd to just make that yeah. the button. So, Mine was, in addition, the FBI cracks down on Junior and others while Livia displays more of her
1: supposed dementia. Nice. Oh, that last bit was you. That was that, me. That was that a Gavin bit. Bone original. Yeah.
0: Okay, cool. It was a HBO and, and Gavin
1: yeah. combo, hybrid. I think that you should actually sort of rewrite... Like you should get hired by HBO to rewrite their descriptions. Yeah, some of these, yeah, some of them not, aren't quite that great. They're not the best, yeah, but they
0: do give a little bit of a recap um, of, in this case, a really, a really great, great finale, Dude, Good episode. Probably yeah, the,
1: maybe the best of the season. I would say so. I mean, it's pure payoff, pure mm-hmm. cathartic, you know, climax. Uh, yeah, it's just. It's amazing. It's so exciting. It's so epic. I really love this episode. Yeah. Well, let's
0: dive into it with the opening scene. Yeah. We still uh, are unsure about what is going to be done or what will be done about Jimmy Altieri. Yeah. Because he is asking for a meeting, and that's what this scene is in the opening of him asking a meeting of all the Capos and Junior To discuss things they've already discussed In the past Which is
1: suspect It's so cool how this episode Opens with this scene Because it opens with All of these characters who Basically like have at different points Throughout the season including very recently In the season um, Wanted to kill each other Mm -hmm. And so you know we know this is the last episode Of the season Uh, You can probably sense there's going to be a bit of a bloodbath. And the yeah. offing and just to see Mikey and Junior and Tony and Jimmy and a couple of the other guys yeah. and they're all just sort of happily chatting in a way yeah, you know yeah, yeah. They, it seems like they're on really really good terms and i thought that that was just such a cool reversal from you know what you would have expected Right. given everything that went down in Isabella
0: a- absolutely tony is taking yeah. his time right he's not rushing into anything mm-hmm. He actually still needs to gather all of his evidence yeah. that, of how it was, how it went down. The attempt on his life.
1: Yes. And, yeah. Uh,
0: but in this meeting, uh, at the end, him and Junior concur, or at least Junior right. agrees with Tony that Jimmy is the rat. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll ask you then. Sure. It's still, I feel, and maybe for much of the Soprano verse mm-hmm. universe, uh, that it might still be a little unclear. Because we don't get mm-hmm. 100% conclusive evidence that Jimmy is a rat. We don't see a wire. Mm-hmm. Do you think he
1: is a rat? Yes, I do. Okay. Yeah. Do. Me too. <laughs> <I> <laughs> you know, it's, it's so funny because uh, I remember this episode and I remember, you know, the whole Jimmy, is he a rat or isn't he question? Mm-hmm. Past times when I watched the show thinking, oh, it's very ambiguous. You really don't know. But for whatever reason, this time going through the series again, I was like, no, there's not even a doubt. He's definitely a rat. I mean, I think that the key for me was actually a scene that we talked about um, last week, you know, with last week's episode, Isabella. Mm -hmm. uh, You know, that I felt like it was a real dead giveaway when he was just asking about, you know, business during that funeral. Yes. I was like, yeah, you're a rat.
0: Yes. Yeah, I really liked in the opening scene just the last shot mm-hmm. of how pleased Tony is. Mm-hmm. That now I he like can just too. go ahead and take care of this. Yeah. Uh it was it was a nice little button mm-hmm. there, which leads us into right. the the scene of uh Jimmy's death. Yeah. Jimmy gets whacked.
1: Mm-hmm. He does yeah. get
0: whacked. And Christopher leads him to mm-hmm. his demise, as the HBO synopsis <laughs> let right. us know. Um <laughs> And it does seem just based on Jimmy's reaction Mm -hmm. when Syl comes up behind him Mm -hmm. with the gun and what they're discussing how Syl and Chris are are confessing his crimes to him. It seems like his reaction is, yes, they found out I am a rat.
1: Right. Yeah. They found out or I can't believe, you know, that they think this. But no, I think that. okay. let me say this. You're totally Right. It is just, yeah, they found out. Because if he had no idea what they were talking about, mm-hmm. he would probably beg for his life a little bit more. He'd be like, what are you saying? You know. So, yeah, there would be something else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the way that he dies, too, is interesting. I mean, it was funny to me because, you know, they honeypot him a little bit, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, they uh, imply that he's about to uh, enjoy in a fun evening with an right. escort. Um, and I just laughed. I was like, man, poor Jimmy. Because there's probably few things more exciting than realizing that you're about to get laid. And right. there's probably few <laughs> things like less exciting than realizing you're about to get murdered. He got both so, extremes. So, uh, yeah, he got a couple... He got some extremes there. Um, yeah. A reversal of fortunes for Jimmy Altieri. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Uh, the slow-mo or
0: slow frame right in the episode it happens actually a couple times exactly a couple times um this scene when sill bursts through the door jimmy mm-hmm. goes for his gun mm-hmm. and there's action that takes place yeah. of christopher grabbing his hand making sure he doesn't get his hidden right. piece right so it that is intentional so that we can get across that that that's what's going on because if it was fast we wouldn't be able to see what's going on or why is that used and i'm asking you directly like this because i assume you have some idea
1: i actually don't i Um, honestly don't i've always noticed this and then yeah we can talk about it later but there's another moment Mm -hmm. with this kind of weirdly unnecessary use of slow-mo yeah it's almost not even slow-mo though it just looks like
0: tv is out of frame almost
1: yeah yeah like almost like there's a bit of a glitch because slow-mo we
0: saw in isabella Mm -hmm. slow-mo we saw of tony you know the Mm -hmm. orange juice shattering in slow motion very intentional that was that looked fluid yeah this looked jarring i don't know
1: I only can think, I mean, I have no idea what I'm talking about, but I'll just okay. throw out and <laughs> okay. say maybe it was like a stunt that didn't quite work or hmm. when they looked at it, it didn't look convincing or something. And mm. so that was a way they couldn't reshoot it. They had to cover up in okay. some way because I just can't think of a stylistic reason why they would have slowed I like, it down at that point.
0: I actually like that answer. Yeah. I feel like that is the most believable
1: You do know know what you're talking
0: about. I I don't know. Wow. (laughs) Take Hannibal at his word, folks. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah. So the bit that I added in the Mm -hmm. synopsis uh, very early on is revealed Mm -hmm. that Livia, I mean, okay, you are of the mind, Mm -hmm. firmly of the belief that Livia is putting on a show. Yeah, it's a performance Okay. Then, I choose to believe that. Then she is a grand performer. Yeah. I mean there is nothing more convincing to anyone else mm-hmm. that your mother or grandmother is losing mm-hmm. her mind than she escaped from mm-hmm. her ho- housing community mm-hmm. and is now in your backyard. Right. Screaming for her dead sister. Kiki, tell tell my sister to
1: open the door. Grandma, it's me, Anthony Jr. Well, you've got whooping cough. Get yourself under the vaporizer. Holy shit. Satimia. Yeah. yeah. Right? Right. As uh, Meadow is making out on the couch with a Dominican and um, AJ is upstairs jerking off. <laughs>
0: Woo. He is yeah. fiercely jerking off. <laughs> like,
1: I, I mean, I don't know how
0: he's doing it. Maybe he's discovering <laughs> yeah. it for the first time, but Jesus yeah. Yeah. rocking the bed there yes yeah yeah he's uh <laughs> <laughs> that's actually the first thing giving himself was, a bit of a beating yeah was aj aggressive jerking off right it's just uh yeah so yeah that's that, that's what i mean from this whole mm-hmm. scene if this is an act it's very impressive i mean mm-hmm.
1: again i'm not saying that i'm right i just sort of choose to believe that livia is that masterful in her manipulation and her trying to like cover her ass. Yeah. I mean, Yeah,
0: but it's good. I mean, it's convincing mm-hmm. of somebody who has dementia for sure. I would
1: feel that that's the giveaway. I think it's broad mm. and maybe it's just broad. I mean, that's another thing too. David chase has sole credit, um, for writing in this episode. Mm-hmm. And I definitely think he gave himself some latitude, some great latitude to, uh, be a little bit more broad in the humor than mm-hmm. we've necessarily seen in the past in this show. And there, there's a few examples of that. You know, just like the, going back again to, you know, AJ jerking off. It's like <laughs> there's there's always humor in the show. But there's something very big and broad about a lot of the jokes in this episode. Mm-hmm. And I think that is probably David Chase being like, hey, I created this show. You know, <laughs> I can put these kind of jokes <laughs> in this episode. Yeah, I appreciate it, though. Okay. Um, yeah, And, and Nancy yeah. Marchand just
0: pulls it off in the way right. she has always... Done yeah. this entire season.
1: Yeah. Really well, is what I mean to say. Right. I mean She's it's just it really so well. I it's just so abrupt, I guess that's the thing. Like we mm-hmm. haven't really seen a slow and steady decline from Livia. Oh yeah, no. It's just suddenly she sort of lost it. Yeah. You know, and that's why I'm like, eh, I think yeah. it's an act.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Moving right along, Tony in Melfi's office. Yeah. After discovering his mother was trying mm-hmm. to go to basically a candy store or yeah, like ice cream place. like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So
1: you looked it up too. I did look it up okay, too. I yeah. didn't
0: know what it, it was. Short, short, Shraffs. Shraffs. Yeah. Shraffs. Yeah. shafts. Yeah.
1: Or shafts. Trash.
0: Not shafts. Not shafts. No, <laughs> no. Um, this is a great scene. Oh, of course. Yes. Explosive. It very much is.
1: Yeah. Well, what did you think of Melfi's technique here?
0: <laughs> Horrible.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: she's, she's so excited is the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lorraine Bracco is doing a really good job mm-hmm. here of the the excitement that Tony and his life brings yeah. to her, you know, mild manner practice. Yes, this is you know she can't wait to be like, ooh, Tony's right there mm-hmm. to understand that this has been his mother all along. Yeah. She just takes it a little bit too far.
1: She does. Yeah. And I mean, I guess to help with the plausibility, because I just was like, why would she be doing this? This is obviously a really bad idea. Yeah. Um, to drop this revelation on the mafia boss sitting across <laughs> from her. Yeah. But then they do add that line in where she's like, normally, you know, she says something like, normally a patient is allowed to make their own breakthroughs, but your life is in danger. Yeah. We'll put all the cards on the table. Right. Exactly.
0: Look. Ordinarily, a patient has helped to make his own breakthroughs, but your life is in danger. So, okay, I'm willing to put the cards on the table.
1: Well, mistake. A little bit of a miscalculation. A little bit of a mistake.
0: And, I mean, we already discovered last episode, she knows what's going on. Mm -hmm. She's already put it together. Right. And, yeah, she wants to finally get Tony to just take Mm -hmm. that leap and believe. Yeah, but to like pull out the dsm and like right. start going off about all the things that is wrong with his mother right and to not recognize tony's reaction yeah. and his emotion because gandolfini i mean
1: yeah i picked up on that too so
0: good at yeah at the slowly building up Right. Uh, He can't, I mean, he can't take it anymore.
1: Right. He's hearing all these things. Right. Right after he says, let's put our cards on the table, Mm -hmm. you know, then she launches into things a little bit more, her explanation of, you know, what's going on with Livia and how she's behind it all. Mm -hmm. And then immediately you just see him like, you know, it's it's almost like a Looney Tunes cartoon, you know, like thermometer effect where you can (laughs) see like the red Red rising. He's about to blow, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's like rocking back and forth, and you're just like, wow, Melfi. uh, Nope. (laughs) Cool it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Simmer down a little. Yeah. Yeah. And he does
0: take the aggression to the next Mm -hmm. level, really getting in her
1: face. Right. Yeah, flips the table, flips the glass table, shatters. Shatters it. Yeah. Well, it's interesting, because, I mean, the whole thing about this episode that's so beautiful and, like, fun Mm -hmm. is that it takes all of the threads from the- you know season up into this point and it gives you sort of the most climactic um, resolution that you can have and so you know the whole season we've had Melfi telling Tony at times truths that he doesn't really want to hear but like needs to hear yeah um, and then he gets upset. And yeah. so, because this is the final episode of the season, we get the biggest version of that, where mm-hmm. he gets the most upset. Silly detail, but I did notice, you know, did you watch this episode on a laptop or a TV? I watched it on TV. Okay, yeah, so did I. Did you notice that when he's, like, in her face, like, centimeters away, mm-hmm. like, he's he's spraying her with, like, yes. a, a generous amount of spittle. Yes, he's yeah. getting her with spittle. Uh, I did notice
0: that. Actually, the second time around, I, mm-hmm. I noticed that distinctly yeah um just thinking like wow lorraine brocco is is taking her like yeah. a champ yeah really yeah she's Committed holding performing in there rather than like you yeah. know, she could could have broke with laughter mm-hmm. or like wiped her mouth mm-hmm. i mean that would have been my reaction yeah only being a germaphobe but right uh yeah no fantastic
1: yeah and tony uh you know gandolfini uh mm-hmm. as tony not self-conscious you know at all just he's going 110 and so is she i mean that's just what great acting is all about yeah i would assume each other i'm not an (laughs) actor but yeah but that's really cool i mean it's just fun to see the actors Mm -hmm. go so hard Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. hold nothing back yeah exactly and and we said it before but gandolfini makes
0: other actors Mm -hmm. really good yeah um you know he's gonna go 110 Right. And it's going to force you to match him. Yeah. It's only going to make you better. Yeah. Yeah. So, what did you think uh, after this scene? We get um, Rosalie Aprile yeah. back in the picture. We yeah. haven't seen her since right. maybe episode three. Yeah. And now she's back. Mm-hmm. So, she's going to maybe be playing more of a role
1: in yeah. the lives
0: of these characters. And they're at the new Vesuvio. That's right. Yeah. Party yeah. Buco, man. What a character. Yeah. Seriously.
1: Yeah. I've I, said it many times. I love Artie, um, but yeah, I'll say it again. He's great, particularly in this episode. I loved his storyline.
0: Yeah. Performance. Just, just his... I, 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 it's not necessarily over the top, because mm-hmm. it just makes Artie kind of a quirky, expressive yeah. individual who uses his hands a lot. He mm-hmm. does a lot of flair with that, and mm-hmm. but it works yeah. for this guy.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's something just so silly about him, mm-hmm. tragic. It's a big episode for him, too. It is, yeah. It's definitely his. maybe one of his biggest, you yeah. know, and uh, he does a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just... <laughs> Well, yeah. Okay. Uh, my favorite parts with him come later. So so we'll yes. get to that later. We'll but yeah, this. yeah, this is a good scene. You know, it establishes that, yes, Artie is back in business, literally. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, Rosalie is there in the picture. And then we uh, jump to Charmaine. You know, in the kitchen with Artie, so they can have their ongoing Artie Charmaine conflict. Yes. She doesn't want Vesuvio to become a new, um, you know, mob hangout like the last Vesuvio. Right. Uh, and then she stomps on a roach, I'm assuming, which is yes. a pretty... <laughs> I yeah. like that little detail. Well, he's commenting on the yeah. fact that there
0: were bugs in their food oh, right. earlier. So yeah. there were bugs in the walls. It's uh, it's coming together. It's well, still being strung together. Yes. And yeah.
1: that's actually a really great example of another uh, broad David Chase line, which mm. I loved, where you don't get a lot of lines like that normally in this show, where he's like... There's a few bugs to be lined up
0: and the one in your salad that was a freak occurrence. My produce man, he's the most expensive in the area. Yeah, exactly. Um Father Phil plays a big role in this episode too. Mm-hmm. And one of the key things here in this scene is that Father Phil
1: might be playing the field when it yes. comes
0: to vulnerable spiritual women.
1: Yes, his uh his platonic housewife uh fetish he, yes uh he he might be two-timing a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. and karm picks up on that mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. it's subtle but Edie
0: falco does a really good job ed falco has this way of it's not a smile mm-hmm. but it's a half smile mm-hmm. yet it comes across as genuine yeah you know yeah it's one of those things that in social spheres she can pull right. off really well and she's yeah. she's like used this smile before where it's like yeah. a very scrunched up face and right, it's not it's not genuine but it comes across for the other people as
1: oh yeah she's fine it's brilliant yeah i don't know how again i mean i'm fascinated by great acting like this i don't know yeah. how you make your face able to do that you right. know what i mean but it's like hey that's her job that's why they pay her the big bucks that's why she's you know a legend yeah as an actress um it's just fantastic and yes father phil what we see in this scene too is that he really is just a taker on every level you know he mm-hmm. he's only there because he got a gift certificate from someone yeah. you know uh obviously he's wearing um jackie well, yeah. april's watch yeah so yeah i had
0: that question but mm-hmm. it's actually very weird yeah to give your priest your dead husband's watch is it not
1: I agree that is weird. That is weird. Yes. All right. That's all. That's all. Yeah. I just thought it was weird. I, I, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, Rosalie gave him that gift, but then when she sees it on him, she, like, gets real emotional. Yeah,
0: because I understand, like, parting with those sort of things, like, you got to move on, but to give it to your priest, Mm -hmm. who you might have a crush on.
1: Well, yeah, she gives it to the priest because maybe she wants to give it to the priest, mm -hmm. you know?
0: Oh, yeah. I see what you're doing there. There you go. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. Okay. A little word play. Yeah. A little word play for you.
0: Using uh, broad techniques yes. in this podcast <laughs> episode, aren't you?
1: Yeah, me and David
0: Chase. Yeah, Same yeah, level. Yeah. Same level. Little uh, scene here. Oh, God. Add-in. just yeah. of uh, Jimmy Altieri has uh, been disposed of. Yes. With a rat shoved in his mouth hole well. with a hole in his head. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: grim discovery made by this poor guy poor carrying guy. a bunch of random crap. Yeah. Whose job is it to catch and kill a rat <laughs> and then stuff it in the mouth of a corpse? That Ugh. That is a good point. Who did they put on that? That's definitely not Christopher. It's
0: somebody yeah. below Christopher.
1: Yeah. It had to Farm be a that Brendan
0: Fallone or lower. Yeah,
1: some like freelancer. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, dirty job, but someone's got to do it. Somebody's got to do it to send yeah. a message. Yeah,
0: yeah. Speaking of sending messages, segue yes, into indeed.
1: the FBI and Tony having a little powwow. Oh shit! Yeah, this scene's really really good. I I love this scene. It's, yeah, kind it's kind of like weirdly emotional to me. I don't know. Really? Yeah,
0: because it's. Two opposing forces sort of having a secret
1: Yeah, I mean, okay, meeting. so I guess what happens here, right, is mm-hmm. the feds are like, okay, well, we want to play you something, and they simply play recording of Livia and Junior plotting Tony's murder. Yes. They just give him the information like, here it is, buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a bit of, you know, yeah i would say there's a there's
0: a bit of teasing here though by right. this head fbi guy
1: yes yeah, yeah he, this
0: he's he's so wants to press play right but he's kind of dangling it he's toying with tony tony's yeah. confused because he's you know this guy's not making any sense to tony mm-hmm. clearly though agent harris is not keen on this strategy right he thinks it's a horrible idea yeah purely for the fact that it's just horrible that his mother and his uncle wanted Mm -hmm. Tony killed. Yeah. And I think that's what agent Harris is showing us here. Right. He really is disgusted by it.
1: Yeah. Agent Harris is an interesting character. I like agent Harris. Yeah. So do I. Yeah. I mean, I think we're meant to, he represents this, this kind of, you know, just simple, straightforward, uncomplicated decency. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it will pay off in interesting ways as Mm -hmm. we progress in the series. Uh yeah, the camera spends a lot of time lingering on Agent Harris and his reaction. He's just very uh yeah upset camera, by
0: this. Camera also spends some time yeah. on uh, Tony's hello to Agent Grosso,
1: who's there right. as well. Yeah <laughs> I love that yeah hello. yeah. And then what's that little like hand gesture? What is uh, that? Pussy vagina. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A, a pussy. Yeah. yeah okay, that's what I thought. Pussy. Yeah okay, that's what I thought. Um. So what I really like in this scene. Yeah. And I remember distinctly noticing this shot the very first time I ever saw this episode, however many years ago it was, when Tony decides that, because they play some of the tape, right? Mm -hmm. And then they stop it. And then Tony is like, no, I'm going to hear more. So he hits play himself. Yes. And, you know, he gets the bad news. And then we get just a really nice profile. And as it's confirmed that Junior is recorded saying, Yes, I have to kill your son now. To Livia, you know, Tony closes his eyes at that moment. This mm-hmm. is probably the lowest point of his life, I might yeah. venture a guess, you know, yeah. to say. And uh, I just thought that that was really nicely done because, you know, he comes in doing his thing of, like, I'm not intimidated by you guys. He's making jokes about the Springsteen box set. Mm -hmm. You know, he's making the pussy sign at Grosso. I mean, he's basically doing his, like, yeah, I'm a badass. You guys can't scare me. Fuck all of you. Fuck you. And then... You know, once they play that tape, though, he's leveled emotionally. Yeah, it's it's kind of checkmate. He has nothing to say after that. No witty comeback. Uh, they definitely won. You know, that absolutely. Scene. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's perfectly said. It was it was a very well done scene setup. What did you think, though, of the fact that they bugged Green Grove? Right. Yet there is audio footage. Uh, audio footage there's audio takes mm-hmm. of Livia the scene of Livia and right. Jr. at the movie theater outside the movie theater
1: quite odd I guess they just followed them
0: well I guess yeah. maybe well they bugged Green Grove right
1: yeah they
0: bu- they bugged they bugged areas there's one where they're uh, one of the recordings is them sitting listening to the comedian right so where is that bug Mm. so there must be something there could be possibly something small mm-hmm. on her the lapel of her or on her collar that's or something of one of her clothing yeah. it, it might be just an error too we just needed that information
1: just a stretch yeah a yeah. little bit of um you have to suspend your disbelief yeah, yeah. that's another blow to tony too because of course he thought he was so smart having his secret capo meetings at green grove yeah but um this jerk head FBI agent whose name I didn't quite catch, but it's not the last time we'll see him. No, I did read this yeah. fact though about his name, and I mm-hmm.
0: don't have it written down and don't have it memorized, so mm-hmm. we're good at our job. But <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but, but I did read a uh, trivia yeah. fact the name that is used, David Chase used for a character in the Rockford Files.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. So okay. So it was reused. But yeah. anyway. Yeah. That is neither, neither here nor, nor there. there. Yeah. Exactly. But. I mean, I just thought that that was a nice little bit, too, because that sort of takes the wind out of Tony's sails, you know? he Absolutely. He they, knows for sure now. They beat him to the punch a little bit on that, yeah. Yeah. He and hates being outsmarted by the feds. Yes. As anyone would. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, in the previous scene with Artie, he finds out that Livia might have dementia, and that she's mm-hmm. in the nursing unit now of Green Grove, and he just decides to go meet her, say, Yeah. hey, How's it going, Mrs.
1: S? Just being a nice, nice guy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, wow, he sure comes to regret that.
0: Yeah. So, again, though, so I assume then Livia has said, anybody who walks through that door, Right. I'm crazy.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I shouldn't say crazy. Yeah. I'm slowly losing my memory and mind. Right. And Artie is no one different, so yeah. He walks in and she puts on the show. Who are you? I don't know you. She knows who he is.
1: Yeah, I feel like she does. I mean, it's totally plausible that she's legitimately going through or entering, you know, a state of advanced dementia, but it just seems so the way that Nancy Marchand plays it, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, maybe not. Yeah. You know? Well, it cuz it's, it's always so strategic. It really is. Yeah. So, she
0: she learns that Artie's mom is dead, has mm-hmm. been for six months. Mm-hmm. He just, he tells her that, right? Mm-hmm. And yet knowing that, she quickly says, Please, give him my regards. Is she still on that crazy diet? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so she she's masterful. I mean, yeah. if it's all an act, mm-hmm. and we are assuming now it is an act, that's well done. I am, yeah. Bravo. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm just going to say it's an act because that's more fun for me. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, this is such a great scene. I'm going to stop saying that. Every scene in this episode is great. But... <laughs> It's a, this is a wonderful scene. Yeah, it's a perfect you know, mirror of the scene that we just got, where like mm-hmm. one character simply tells another character some very like devastating information. Yes. And it's just like, oh, this secret that was kept for you, this person that you trusted maybe or loved, mm-hmm. well, it turns out that they betrayed you in like, the most intense way they could have possibly betrayed you. Yeah. And th- I just like how the information is simply shared.
0: It's just like, yeah. So is she trying to get Tony killed still? Like, is this her way of still trying to get his ass buried? Does she think Arthur will take this information? And do what he winds
1: up doing? And do what he winds up doing? See, I don't think so. I think that she's just trying to cause problems for her son. There's no way she could predict that Artie's about to do what he's going to do. Right. Uh, But yeah, it's just another, she's got one She's she's got one last, you know, um, bullet in her chamber. Yes. It's just funny.
0: Yeah. She's just, this is like pinnacle greatness from Nancy Marchand.
1: Yeah. And I mean, just the... (laughs) the the fact that the story even comes to this point i mean it's just insane it really is it is
0: uh yeah so we're basically still in the same timeline It hasn't been Mm -hmm. the next day or anything but tony it might be the next day but tony is now letting the rest of his crew know Mm -hmm. it was junior right put the pieces in motion yeah no hesitation yeah you got to do what you got to do yeah you got to take out junior you got to take out mikey and you got to figure out what you're going to do about mm-hmm. your mother.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's in general mode. Mm-hmm. You know, he has to just kind of coldly and efficiently go about um, the business that must be done. And then, of course, there's the, I'm sure in the back of his mind, a bit of a, uh-oh, I told you so, Melfi thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, she was totally right. Okay. Yeah. Damn.
0: I, I like her table.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like how this scene is written.
0: Mm-hmm. There's some fun wordplay. Tony mentions, well, it's mentioned to Tony that he must, he needs to finish the job job quickly. Yeah. Because there could still be a contract out for him. Right. It's going to finish the, Junior's going to finish the job. Yeah. And they mentioned this guy, Chucky Signore, who would do it. Yes. Tony says something about, I just passed my Coast Guard, Mm -hmm. you know, test, which at first you're just like, I don't know what that means don't know what he's referring to and then at the end of this this scene chris or somebody asked T. anything else my hurts." now he could just be referencing the fact that his ear just nearly got blown off mm-hmm. uh or you know he's saying like what i just heard from the fbi mm-hmm. hurts hurts me mm. what i just heard I kind of took it that way too. I thought it was a little bit of of playful writing there. That it wasn't. It wasn't yeah. just my ear hurts. Yeah. I think he's just saying like I. It really hurts about what I just heard.
1: Ah, oh, I like that close read. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Very nice. Now Tony and Carmella. You know, I I think it's cool. You know, like I said, we just saw Tony in his general mode of his. You know, getting it done. Yeah. We got to go to war and just stoic get through it Mm -hmm. but then you know we get the emotional side of things uh we get a real husband and wife scene
0: yeah yeah and you can really see just how depleting it is right if you want to see what it looks like when a guy finds out that his Mm -hmm. mother wants him killed yeah this is a good example of it yeah yeah he just looks totally beaten and your uncle
1: who you know Played catch with you <laughs> yeah. as a kid in the yeah. afternoons, and uh, he teamed up with her to get rid of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Tony's self-esteem, as he says, non-existent. Um, he's sad. Yeah, I,
0: I like the open yeah. conversation,
1: right. about it all. Uh,
0: you know, something I've never mm-hmm. picked on, uh, picked up on the last mm-hmm. times that I've watched this. Yeah, but just how open and honest Tony is to Carmela about right.
1: everything. I'll take care of my uncle. And I'll take care of Mikey P and I'll get some satisfaction.
0: Right. I mean, he's basically saying like, I'm going to fucking kill him. There's
1: only one way to interpret that. Yeah. Yeah. And she's just like, cool. Right. Well, that'll make you feel good. It's a very unique scene in the show because uh, after this, I don't think we ever get a scene like this again for the next six or seven years of the series because well nothing
0: nothing yeah. so revealing of the business i would say right. family matters maybe but oh
1: absolutely yeah. but yes i would say that the writers made the decision going forward that tony would keep his two families completely compartmentalized mm-hmm. or well i think he talks about family stuff you know with home, you know, his home stuff, his home life. Yes. He'll discuss that with the guys, but he really won't discuss what's going on with the guys and, you know, mm-hmm. this thing of ours with Carmella in detail, the yeah, way I mean, he does in this scene.
0: Right, because it is yeah. just so open. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, nothing I picked up on before, maybe because I'm mm-hmm. just taking my time with each episode now. mm mm-hmm. It's interesting. It is interesting. I like I like it. I mean yeah. it's well, it, it kind of implicates Carmela in mm-hmm. certain ways. Mm-hmm. You know, did you ever think your husband would do this? She'd be like, oh, he kind of mentioned something about getting satisfaction <laughs> yeah. against the guys who wanted him dead. Right. Maybe yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a yeah. <clears throat> it's it's a cool scene and uh it's very real. I mean, as as real as it can be yeah now talking about real so the next
0: scene confronting chucky getting to right. chucky before chucky gets to him yeah so tony has to kill him
1: right i was a little surprised by that too this was um you know in broad daylight there's no cover mm-hmm.
0: it's out in the open yeah and it's not even somebody that he would be Getting satisfaction from... Right. He obviously gets satisfaction yeah. from doing it, but it's not Mikey. Yeah. So, I I mean, it it could be played this way that mm-hmm. Chucky would think Tony would be the last person he'd see, right? Maybe, yeah. So he wouldn't react right away. Yeah. But if it was still coming or Polly he'd be like oh shit what is this what is it, what
1: what what I got to protect myself. Yeah, that's a good way to think about it. Maybe. Yeah, I mean I thought it was just honestly for the sheer theatricality. Pulling you a know, gun out of a fish's out mouth. Out of a fish in broad daylight. He's wearing like a little captain's hat, right? He is. Yeah. Well, he he's uh the other guy is Chucky is. Yeah. Oh, okay. And right. he puts it on. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, yes. After he that. kills him. I okay, right. Yeah, so it's just this is pure theatrics. This is um the writers and well, the writer David Chase and the director having fun, you know, they just wanted to do like a big scene. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I. I, Yeah. It was weird that Tony would feel like he personally had to pull the trigger in this situation, but yeah, maybe it's just what you said, you know?
0: Yeah. But now we understand what he meant by passing his coast guard test. Right. (laughs) So his own boat. Yeah. That he has. And uh, he's going to use, he's going to use it for the first time. He gets to set sail in a bloody boat. Yeah. Of the guy he murdered. Yes. That too. Like For the first time. Okay, this is 1999. Yes. So forensics were still, right. you know, he just got through the O.J. Simpson trial mm-hmm. and there was a lot of bad evidence handling, all this stuff. Yeah. He just murdered a guy yeah. on a boat. There's blood everywhere and him and Siller
1: just casually stepping in it. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just if CSI saying, catches up with Tony, he might be in trouble. He might be in trouble yeah. for this one. It's just so risky. I always think Sorry, about that this. was my
0: takeaway. I'm going to stick by that.
1: Right. I mean, there's a lot of people who get whacked in this show about <laughs> the mob. Yeah. And I just felt like it was um, a cinematic decision to have a lot of killings happen when they wouldn't necessarily happen. Maybe they just thought it would be too monotonous or depressing Mm. or uninteresting to have all the killings at night. But, yeah, I definitely in this episode noticed, like, oh, people get shot, like, in broad day. like Yeah. Is that really how you would do that? Yeah, right? Yeah. I'm just looking at it from a realistic
0: point of view, and obviously can't do that all the time. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, you, you really can't. You really can't. But one thing that you can do is apologize to your therapist, yes. who was totally right yeah. when she told you that your mom was plotting to murder you. This is a really funny... Right. Well, it's a funny
0: opening mm-hmm. to the scene. Uh, actually, this uh, this scene maybe is one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, sure. In, in this episode. Uh, I just like the funny opening where Tony, where she's basically asking, because she can't. She can't mm-hmm. let that itch go. She's got to scratch that Tony Soprano itch. Mm-hmm. And she has no reason to keep him on. Right. He threatened her life. Yeah. He has no reason to accept his apology. Right. Allow him back in the door. Yeah. But she needs to. She needs yeah. She needs that in her
1: life for whatever reason. Do I have your word? That I'm in no physical danger Yes, I am humbled that you would take my word, yes. What? Oh fuck me. Yes, you got my word Yeah, there's a lot of funny lines. I mean we get our uh we get our Title reference: I dream of Jeannie Cusumano, which is just mm-hmm. such a ridiculous throwaway title. We don't even see Genie Cusumano No, we don't in this uh, in this episode. But you we get a good picture of what she would look like if she had
0: a ginormous ass. That's
1: funny too, because I mean, we haven't seen Genie Cusumano's ass either. But <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> she was sitting down in the scene that we saw. Her in. <laughs> right. Yeah. But But uh, you know, once they kind of go back and forth, Tony and Melfi, since they both know Genie. Uh, Tony's like you know we've got I forget the exact line but we've got bigger things to discuss more important things to talk about than Genie Cusimano's ass Yeah. <laughs> and actually
0: before that
1: I, yeah. I, I really like when
0: Gandolfini stopped mm-hmm. mid storytelling to recognize how inappropriate it might be to discuss mm-hmm. a sex dream about someone Melfi knows because mm-hmm. he, he, does, he does it where he's sincere like you know Jeannie
1: that's okay go on
0: I'm doing a doggy style. So he just jumps right back in? (laughs) Yeah. I I just like that uh, dualism there, just going from one extreme to another. Yeah. In Tony Soprano's world. Right. Well, I mean,
1: this whole scene, he's a different extreme than what we saw him in before. You know, last time he was talking to Melfi, he was about to kill her. Mm -hmm. This scene, he's very contrite. He's like, so, you know, it's... (laughs) It's just really, really funny. I mean, I think we've talked mm-hmm. a little bit about like the Jackie Gleason parallels and, Yes. you know, I sort of again I was reminded of that a little bit here where mm-hmm. he's just sort of he goes overboard in trying to convey to Melfi that he's not a threat mm-hmm. at all. And he's in fact there to, you know, warn her that she might be in danger, which is just
0: But it it gives ridiculous. Us, yeah, yeah, but it her. gives us some really good emotion mm-hmm. from Melfi that we haven't seen. Yeah. She's now she's now realizing yeah. oh I've gone way too far. Right. With this patient.
1: And I say it's ridiculous because I mean it's ridiculous for her, you know, Tony looming over her in the previous session she thought that was about as bad as it could get no it gets worse it's like no mm-hmm. you have to leave town yeah you know <laughs> she even makes a like jokey reference to it like i'm not gonna lamb it but like that's <laughs> what he's saying like no you're you're in my world now sorry yeah i'm really sorry but yeah you gotta lamb it you
0: can't just do that lamb it i have a life i have
1: patience but you tell him august came early this year it doesn't work that way I have patients who are suicidal. Well, they're not going to feel any better about their life if you get clipped. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, God. It's and, really good. And then I loved um, a line, too, where she goes, uh, oh, my God, people are going to get murdered, aren't they? And he yeah. goes, don't worry about those distractions. <laughs> Just keep your eye on the ball. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: But, of course, like, what a great way to end the scene mm-hmm. in such a ridiculous, sentimental fashion. yeah. Of Tony just saying.
1: You've been a good doctor to me. Thank you. Yeah. Again, I mean, you get the cap on the Tony Melfi season one arc. Yeah. It's perfect. This whole episode is written as if. There was nothing coming after it, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and I really like that. I wish more finales would do that. Just kind oh, of yeah. like, yeah, stand alone. If there's more story to tell after this, great. But we're not going to just pack this finale with a bunch of setup. Right. For you to watch next year. You mean a bunch of uh, ships with unsullied
0: and three dragons flying in the air? You read my mind. The Red Keep. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah.
1: I'm not a huge fan of that kind of style. Right. I'm not, I mean, okay, I'm not going to get too curmudgeonly. I'm not like a big fan of post credit scenes. I just, <laughs> yeah. I like just sort of saying, like, no, this was the story. Yeah. It's over. If there's more, well, think about that and we'll come up with more and then Mm -hmm. we'll bring that to you next year that's why we're that's why we're recapping this show yes exactly
0: and now we get Artie confronts tony
1: Artie steps up yes he does dramatic fashion again broad daylight interesting uh, choice
0: well for (laughs) Artie, i believe it he's at his wits end yeah he's you know this He's using a sniper, like, <laughs> s- scope. He's
1: got the scope.
0: Yeah. He's yeah. like, I don't know what he was thinking. His rifle.
1: Yeah. All I could think about, this is such a good scene. I think the first time, I can remember the first time I saw this episode mm-hmm. um, when I was much younger, when I was a teenager. And uh, I just remember thinking that this was, like, my favorite scene of the episode, because mm-hmm. it just seemed so intense. Mm-hmm. I still think it's intense, but it's also just very funny. You know, I just... I couldn't stop thinking like, what if someone just happened to walk past this parking area (laughs) at like one in the afternoon and they see a guy, they see two bald men facing off (laughs) (laughs) one of them (laughs) holding a massive rifle three inches from the other guy's nose as he's like weeping, you know, the guy holding the gun. I mean, it's just, this is a great scene. Great writing. I mean,
0: I liked the, the way that Tony thinks somehow they got to Artie to mm-hmm. pay him off yeah, to finish the job. I, too, like just how sensitive Tony feels about Artie's state. Because he did actually blow up his restaurant. Oh. You know? I, yeah. At the end, I felt like he, yeah. when when Artie finally was like, pulled the gun back and started smashing yeah. it. Like, you can see in Candelfini that Tony in this moment... Really feels sorry for Artie. That's how oh. I felt about it. Oh, you? Oh, no, no. Oh,
1: let's oh, see. That's interesting. I like that interpretation a lot. Oh, but I actually I thought that it was very chilling because I oh. don't think I I don't think Tony gives a shit. Actually, I think Tony or part of him. I shouldn't say that. Part of him does really give a shit, but I mm-hmm. think his bigger priority is I just need to get out of this. And, oh well,
0: sure. I mean, he yeah. has to convince Hardy to put the fucking gun down for so, sure. So he can yeah. easily say, "Like I swear on my mother," right? Because well, especially now, sh- yeah. He doesn't give yeah. a shit about his mother now.
1: But I think that it's just for me. It's kind of like, oh, the the I I like these scenes. I think they're very very interesting. Um, when Tony is in full sociopath mode, hmm. so he appears to be a friend and he appears to be caring. Um, but he's actually manipulating um you get a lot of this kind of stuff in college, which is a big reason why I like that episode when he's talking to Meadow hmm. and kind of assuaging some of her fears and and uh you wow. know some of her reservations about what he's up to and maybe it's a dark interpretation, but I always sort of see it as Tony is performing in a sense. I
0: think he has a different relationship with Artie. Mm-hmm. And we saw that when Artie threw meat on his face. Yeah. And in any other situation with any other person, Tony might strangle that person,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but instead playfully throws food back at him. Yeah. I think his relationship with Tony is a little bit different than he has with anybody else. It's kind sure. of like his relationship with Christopher. Yeah. And yeah, I I just saw more of not over the top sensitivity, but mm-hmm. definitely compassion for his friend who's obviously hurting. Mm-hmm. You know.
1: Well, what I think is really impressive um, that Tony brings to this scene is just. Ganefini he...
0: brings to the scene. Well, As I Tony. guess Tony. No, okay.
1: actually, I mean, yes, obviously Gandolfini, but I just mean Tony as a character specifically. Oh, okay. Like the way he's written in this scene. Okay. Um, what I think is really cool and dark is just how he doesn't betray at all the fact that he has been found out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's not even the slightest inkling. And that's where I'm like, well, yes, obviously Tony Soprano is a fictional character. I'm a real person. <laughs> but... I could never lie like that. I could never lie that well. And then I, but I feel like a true sociopath could absolutely. And I think that that's really interesting, just how they—that's what they're good at—reinforce that in the series. Yeah, yeah. A dinner scene is next. That, mm-hmm. although
0: not written by Burgess and Green, as yeah. we've gotten before, yeah, still a really good one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The one thing I want to note about the entire series, yeah. Is how good the cast is at eating yes. and acting yeah, at the same time. I'm and glad And making you... it look yeah. real.
1: That is a good thing to single out, yeah. Because it's
0: not easy to do. Not at all. I won't mention the play that we were in in high school of The Odd mm-hmm. Couple, but there was oh, some yeah. eating mention it. and acting right. in that from you and me, mm-hmm. and it's not an easy thing to do. It's not. And they do it- this entire series Mm -hmm. (laughs) they eat and they act yeah and it's it's really good this is a really good example of it in this scene
1: yeah i liked it right uh they i've always been impressed yeah they make it look so easy uh yes that that (laughs) that's a very good point and i also think tony's Aggressively chipper demeanor during this scene. Another great example of, you know, the sociopath at work. And he wants to kill half the people at this table. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he doesn't give that away at all. No. You know, the little bit
0: about, you know, I mean, they're trying to chip away mm-hmm. at Livia mm-hmm. if they can, him and Carmela. Yeah. Just to see if she slips up right. at all.
1: Yeah. I think that in this scene... Uh, it's clear that Tony is going to let nothing get in the way of his objective at this point. Even though he's very hurt, mm-hmm. he's very emotional. He's very sad, as we've seen, yeah. about what these two old people have done to him. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's he's not going to let on. He's going to do the job that he needs to do, which mm-hmm. is deal with them in due time. So Artie had left,
0: right mm-hmm. the meat market he's distraught he seeks some advice from father mm-hmm. phil yeah this was a an interesting scene he says some pretty dramatic things he does but for
1: Artie, it's kind of casual yeah conversation he's uh i think Artie. okay so this was the word i wanted to use earlier Artie's like a really melodramatic character yes so his like melodrama Uh, manifests itself when you know he says things like i don't just hate this man i hate all men (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) exactly yeah it's it's very over the top father phil has it right this whole scene right you know you should just go you know to the insurance company go to the cops Mm -hmm. and just file a claim and do this but artie is afraid yeah i mean he's really afraid to he was he was probably not even going to pull the trigger he's too afraid there was no way he was going yeah to. there was too, yeah he was too afraid to confront tony in that way mm-hmm. he's too afraid to confront him legally he's too afraid yeah. to go to charmaine because he is not that man right he says he hates all men but right now he's kind of putting on a show for father phil and when father phil starts stepping away from that show mm-hmm. he's like you're kind of off topic now,
1: right? Yeah, i yeah, All due respect, <laughs> Fatherville. You know, you're getting yeah. off the subject, but uh, yeah. I mean, Artie makes a very great pivot here, mm-hmm. and you sort of see the depths of his like insanity <laughs> 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 that he could just so abruptly switch. You know, there's he sees that. Yeah, as you said, there's no place to go. Mm-hmm. He can't confide in his wife. He can't take on Tony. Right. So, what is there to do? Except just move on, aggressively move on, and let sleeping dogs lie.
0: So finally get Tony revealing Mm -hmm. to his crew that he has been seen a shrink. Yeah. It was uh, long overdue for this episode. Mm -hmm. We knew it was going to be coming eventually. I noticed this Mm -hmm. for this whole season. Chris enters late into the scene, right? Yeah. Okay. He says, sorry, I got caught up. Right. Whatever. I noticed over the course of this season, so many people come in late.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So Paulie was late when he was with his Gumar after he saw Pussy. Chris is late in this scene. Mm-hmm. Mikey at the funeral, he arrives late because mm-hmm. of the bridge.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: People seem to always be arriving late. I don't know if that's just a nice, if that's just a joke, just weaved out, you know, throughout the season of that's people funny. arriving late. But you see it if you watch. Yeah. Oh, I, I would say almost every episode. There's somebody coming into a meeting late,
1: right. Oh, that's, it's just interesting. I just noticed it. That's good. I mean, it reminds me of, uh, did David Mamet say this? But, you know, start a scene late and leave early. And that's how he was talking. Oh. He was talking about that's, you know, how you go about writing a good scene. Started late. Oh. Yeah, we'll uh, give I, it that Manet. probably has nothing to do with anything, but you, don't, you just made me think of it. Oh, no, it's yeah. good. Yeah,
0: but they all have unique reactions. Mm-hmm to this. Don't they, they do.
1: Yeah, unexpected. You know, of course you would think that the two older guys would have the bigger problem with it. And you could argue they're just kissing Tony's ass cuz he's the boss mm-hmm. and so they're, you know, being supportive even though they're judging him inside or whatever. But yeah, we get a kind of like funny uh male bonding group yeah. uh, attitude vibe from um Sil and Polly. Well, I love that. Yeah. Polly right says it's not the worst thing I ever heard.
0: I was seeing a therapist myself about a year ago. I had some issues. Enough said. I learned some coping skills.
1: Oh, wait, wait, did you say before. I learned coping skills
0: or I lack coping skills? Well, I said learned yeah. because that's what I read
1: from the uh, oh, okay. subtitles. That works. That works. I guess, yeah. I just. But did I hear lacked? Yes. I heard lacked. And I thought that that was funny I lack some coping skills <laughs> Which is a lot better than <laughs> Yeah, yes, yeah it's just it's a skills. funny line And then uh, Syl's really funny too uh, This is not my This is almost my favorite line of the episode But it's not, it's my second mm. favorite line of the episode Where he essentially says be better if we could admit to each other uh, These are Painful Stressful times But it'll well, never fucking happen <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i love yeah. that ad- admission mm-hmm. it's re- that was a really good line too yeah and christopher's kind of distressed about this yeah yeah he's uh he's upset he's the one who can't really handle it and he's really angry well, he his idol his yeah his father that he never had right is revealing some weakness yeah some vulnerability and and that hits chris hard and i guess you I would almost think that Chris would be more accepting than the other ones just because of his generation. But uh, no, not at all. Well, we we learned that when Christopher was depressed
0: in episode eight or seven where, Mm
1: -hmm. yeah,
0: he thinks he has cancer. But every time Tony tried to reveal a little bit, Chris was like, no, that's not for me.
1: Yeah, I don't want to hear that. Yeah, he just, it's kind of that, like, I don't want to hear that from you sort of thing, Mm -hmm. I guess. I mean, I guess it's just sort of like a, yeah, it's like a father-son thing where he has a problem seeing his father figure uh, display Mm -hmm. uh, that kind of emotion. And then, well, talk about coming in late and leaving early. Chris storms out. There you go. Yeah. It was Mammoth. It was Mammoth all along. David Chase, David Mammoth. There you go.
0: So we didn't leave behind... Carmella in this episode she still no. is is has much to do and mm-hmm. we get one little clip here of her catching basically Father Phil with Rosalie and Rosalie is basically usurped Carmella's position yeah as housewife numero uno
1: yeah she ridiculous is, Rosalie
0: is now Father <laughs> Phil's bottom bitch <laughs>
1: <laughs> This is so silly but great it really is because no one's having sex with anyone (laughs) in this weird (laughs) fucked up love triangle that involves homemade italian food and the priesthood (laughs) but carbella is so upset seeing rosalie and phil together storms out unseen Mm -hmm. dumps you know her her pasta her dish in the garbage and yeah. and walks off. I mean, it's just it reminded me of like something that you might see if you're in I don't even know why I'm going here. Uh maybe because you brought up the odd couple, but like uh you know, being in high school and drama class seeing the girl that you like kissing one of the other <laughs> actors backstage, <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. you like storm off in a huff yeah. or whatever. Uh it just it just felt like that sort of like high school thing. Like Carmela's like he likes her, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. But also too, yeah. she she has gotten so much
0: from Father mm-hmm. Phil, right? In, in the past, spiritually. that, yeah. yeah. It's 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 hard for her to see.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I guess you know what? It's that thing of like anyone can relate to this, no matter who they are, no matter what age they are. That sort of oh, mm-hmm. I like I'm not special. Like yeah. this is just your game. Like I'm just part of your like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you see like your ex move on to a person that looks like exactly like you (laughs) and you're like, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah.
0: For sure. Well, for those of you who are still with us, we're at or nearing the hour mark here of this episode where normally we would be wrapping things up. But this finale, it was an hour over an hour long and every scene just is jam packed with great stuff. So we're continuing the the train here. We're not going to stop until we get to the end. Next scene is Mikey Palmisi's end, which (laughs) for me, I mean, I I love the character. I love, you know, he plays a major part, but it's so sweet to see what happens.
1: Yeah, he gets his just desserts, and uh, Mm -hmm. this scene really delivers. Well, I like the opening
0: yeah. Where Tony walks into the kitchen, Meadow notices how happy he is, and he's truly beside himself with joy. Right. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, well, why is he so happy? Why is he so
1: happy? Cut to Mikey leaving yeah. for
0: his morning jog.
1: Yeah, today's the day <laughs> that he finally gets to rub out this guy that he hates but, like more than anyone. But this is, yeah. my,
0: this is my thing. Why wouldn't he do this hit right. himself? yeah to get the most satisfaction
1: out of it well i have an idea as to why please well gavin they wanted to catch mikey while he was jogging i don't think tony was up to the task of the jog okay well i mean (laughs) a jog which turns into a sprint
0: well (laughs) well let's just assume yeah Tony is, if Tony was going to do it, they would do it a little differently. Maybe. But I guess if you're going to catch Mikey Palmisi by himself, his jog, his routine jog is probably the best. And you want to send your youngest guy and also your oldest (laughs) guy
1: to chase him down. Well, Polly is a veteran, right? Sure. Yeah. Well, actually, I don't know if Polly saw action, but he was in the military. He said, well, he was in the army, he said. Yeah. Maybe he didn't see
0: action. But what does he do? He runs into a bunch of poison ivy. Okay. Not your best choice to send out there. But I do
1: like how it propels Polly to finish the job. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so pissed off about it. Also, you know what's fun too is that they really, in a kind of cartoonish way, in a great cartoonish way, uh, just establish, just remind you. Mike Paul Meese is not a nice guy. He's an evil son of a bitch. Yes. You know, we see him being really mean to his wife and, yes. uh, in a great, in a setup that is just, Going to have an amazing joke payoff later in the episode, yes, uh where they're like really sniping at each other viciously. He tells yeah. her to go take a all. Yeah. and then he starts his jog as he's jogging. A dog just randomly <laughs> barks <laughs> like the dog can sense his evil aura
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean speaking of cartoonish i I like that I wasn't the one who initially established this in earlier episodes, but mm-hmm. that Chris. Calls out how Mr. Magoo like mm-hmm. Junior is,
1: mm-hmm. right? And I'm glad that was yeah brought to attention. Yeah, yeah, someone had to say it. Yeah, yeah. I, I've got a little bit to say about that too, but we'll get to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, really great use of. The zoom lens, too. I mean, it's just really, you're just like, yeah, I feel it. As they're just pumping bullets into Mikey. You know, we get a nice zoom in on each face. Uh, Yeah. uh, Yeah, it's just great. Yeah. I was like, yeah, good for you. Mm -hmm. Kill that guy. My bloodlust as a dude sitting on his couch was was amped during this scene. Speaking of the way camera was used, Mm -hmm. next scene,
0: entirely... Well, the opening of the scene is entirely in first person.
1: <laughs> the scene is funny to me.
0: Not been do- Oh, it's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. But not been done before. No. Where we're getting the point of view of the FBI agents. Right. Knocking on the doors, starting with Junior. Yeah, a little montage.
1: I love his little peep yeah. out the window, and he says, fuck. <laughs> right. Yeah. We
0: just That's get a really montage
1: good. of these guys getting, uh, getting nabbed. The indictments have come. The mm-hmm. day has arrived. And uh, each one is just like, fuck. And also, you know, one of the very, very rare uses of score in the show. I don't think they really use score past the first season. Mm-hmm. Um, but they use not only do they use score here in this little montage of the you know feds knocking on doors, mm-hmm. but it sounds like music out of like a '70s horror film. Oh, you know, is that
0: it? It does have that yeah. ring to it. I felt it was a little law
1: and ordery. Oh, okay, sound kind of a little that law too. and ordery. Yeah, yeah, it's probably more that. Yeah, they were probably you know playing on law. And but Order. I hear what you're hearing. But sure. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it can be a little jarring in these season one episodes when you do hear score used. Mm -hmm. but because they don't do it I think past first season but I I do like it yeah it's a fun little montage it's it's great yeah so Tony does make the point that Junior's lucky to be alive right so that that was gonna go down oh I actually kind of want to hone in on that a little bit okay because I don't know for me it's a little ambiguous what exactly Tony had planned for Junior I mean was he really gonna whack Junior well we we really don't know yeah it could have been
0: something epic, like he's just having dinner with the old man mm-hmm. and jumps across the table like he did at Melfi, and just like <laughs> squeezes him until his eyes
1: bulge out of his head. See, I think it's in- Yes, <laughs> that's an amazing <laughs> image too. But yeah, I I kind of interpret this in a way as he didn't really have a plan. He like wasn't. He knew that something had, bad had to happen to Junior, but he hadn't quite yet allowed himself to go to actually making the plot well he had to have something
0: because if mikey goes missing junior has to be wary that i'm next right also where the fuck's chucky yeah yeah i'm pretty sure i'm next yeah so but who does who does junior have left it's not yeah right because all the other capos are technically on tony's
1: side that's right so yeah yeah no it's not clear at all yeah maybe I, I just feel Which like maybe fine. tony was maybe procrastinating on that one a little bit yeah yeah this is the man Not who a rush taught it. him to play catch yes you exactly. have to take your
0: time with murdering him yeah yeah or really decide if you even want to do it at all Mm-hmm. yeah and then we get the punchline. yes
1: for mikey's for right mikey's death that's set up another uh example of of broad humor i mean you're talking about the uh the news report mm-hmm. and um mikey's wife i mean <laughs> she's just she paints a very different picture <laughs> yeah. of what uh her parting words were yeah it's definitely yeah. not oh you hear me <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's different yeah. yeah yeah i mean she she kind of <laughs> paints him in the best light, and uh, their, their relationship is very healthy uh, as she kind of cries her mm-hmm. crocodile tears. Um, and then we get the ridiculous detail of like that little kid in the background, just oblivious to the crying woman. And he's like waving at the camera and smiling. I didn't even notice oh, that. go back and watch that. Okay. Yeah. They definitely put that in there to just like mock the whole thing. That's you know? great. Yeah. While she's crying, there's just <laughs> the little kid smiling and waving directly into the camera. Nice. Yeah.
0: Nice. And then Tony now, you know, he's talking to Carmela. Mm-hmm. He now has to worry about all these guys that just got round up. If they're mm-hmm. gonna flip, mm-hmm. it's a lot of added pressure on Tony. Yeah, it's not good. Right. It's good that he wasn't involved, but it's not good that now he has maybe more to worry about from that.
1: Yeah, you win some, you lose some. He's definitely won some, but you know he's not out of the woods. Mm-hmm. To move on to the next scene, mm-hmm. um, we have our kind of conclusion. With Artie in a way. Yes. I mean, we will see him again after this. Yes. But we kind of bring it all to a close, his arc, in terms of like how he feels about what happened with Tony and what he's going to do going forward. I mean, there's not much to say about the scene. Just it's sort of like, again, it emphasizes just how crazy Artie really is. <laughs> yeah. Where he's just acting like he doesn't have a care in the world and he's like really happy. He's just gone like overboard and just like, yeah, I'm happy now. Everything's great. And I'm never going to reference anything negative that I said before ever again. It's like it didn't even happen. And then uh, as he walks away, you don't get a lot of like... Well, I mean, Father Phil's a pretty funny character, yeah. but um, I really laughed out loud when I saw his reaction as yeah, like, Artie walks away. Whatever, yeah, he's just kind of like, "Yikes, <laughs> <laughs> this guy is messed up." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, and now, yeah, we
0: move on to Junior. Right, locked up. This is really good um, by uh, Chianese. Is it pride or is it guilt? That mm-hmm. he attempted to kill his nephew and kind of got mm. karma and what he deserved. Mm-hmm. Isn't a little bit of both? Mm-hmm. But he doesn't. He doesn't give in to the idea that Tony was actually in charge.
1: Yeah. Wow. This scene I really enjoy. I love the way that it's shot too. It's just such a strong send off for mm-hmm. uh, Uncle Junior in this in this year of yeah. the Sopranos. And I interpret junior's um position here as when the i assume attorney talking to him is like the prosecuting attorney or whatever this guy is Mm -hmm. you know he's basically laying out what tony did and he's got it the the prosecutor knows exactly what he's talking about and so does junior he's like yeah you got played junior oh i love that too do i call you junior Corrado, Mr. Soprano. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, Uncle Junior's um, in badass mode. But yeah. yes, I think that Junior has been humiliated. He understands that he was completely played like a fiddle mm-hmm. by Tony. And his last shred of dignity, his last shred of pride, is to not only say, Tony didn't run anything, I'm the boss, but also just to hold on to the code. Mm -hmm. of you know the code of silence right and so he's like look yeah despite all the pressure you're putting on me despite the fact that you're trying to humiliate me further and i know i've already been humiliated well i'm not going to cave out of shame i'm upholding the code that's like the last thing i've got Mm -hmm. and so that's why we get that great last shot of him The glasses have never seemed larger (laughs) than when we get that close up on him. That's true. But uh, yeah, yeah. Like I said, strong send off. uh, I like that scene a lot. Yeah, it's a great performance. Yeah. And uh, we just get
0: some information here that Mm -hmm. the FBI actually really wants Johnny Sack and New York guys as well.
1: That's right. And I'm I'm glad that you mentioned Yeah.
0: Because for for them, New Jersey is a big deal, but we're talking mm-hmm. about New York city now mm-hmm. that's who they really want. Yeah. Yeah. So that's and, a nice little information
1: there. And I remember last week you talked about a line from Livia That was a bit of setup for something that will happen in the future. Yes. Well, enough said.
0: Yes. So Carmela breaks it off with father Phil.
1: <laughs> yeah. Their breakup.
0: What a, <laughs> it, it, this is just wonderful play. Mm-hmm. I, I Edie Falco, if there wasn't any other scene you can mm-hmm. pick from of all the scenes she's been in, this is a great yeah. scene. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, it, it is still something that is award uh, winning. And she's really hurt mm-hmm. by his behavior. Yeah. I love when she says.
1: So I think you have this MO where you manipulate spiritually thirsty women. And I think a lot of it is tied up with food somehow, as well as the sexual tension game. I mean, right there. Yeah. That's it. Literally every word is accurate. Uh, Not like a millimeter off the mark. Mm -hmm. Just straight up, this is who you are. This is what I think. And he just gets called out in such a thorough way. It takes a strong person to really just come out and just like
0: confront, you know, not just a man, but Mm -hmm. like a man in holy orders. You know, he, this whole scene, this whole episode has been giving advice mm-hmm. to Rosalia Pri- Priel, to mm-hmm. Artie Buco. He's been, you know, suggesting things to them. And now he's getting a little bit of his own medicine. He's getting yeah. straight up the most honest <laughs> opinion yeah. he could hear about his behavior.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it sucks um, when someone just. Calls you out on your BS in a really direct way that you can't deny. Yeah, and uh, it definitely sort of throw it, his balloon is popped mm-hmm. a little bit because it was kind of like, hey, well, I think he knows all of that is true, but it's you know, Carmela was like his accomplice in a way, his like playmate mm-hmm. in this like silly little fantasy game that he was playing. Yeah, and she's not going to do that anymore, and it just sort of ruins everything.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's sad to see Father Phil go in that way,
1: but it's great at the same time. Yeah, again, the the perfect climax for their arc. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. Absolutely. And then, wow, you want to talk about confrontations. Yeah. Holy shit. So we know what
0: Tony's going to do about Livia. Right. He picks up a pillow. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just, you know it it, it kind of reminds me of how uh when he was in an early, in early mm-hmm. episode he was going to go deal with Mikey Palmisi, mm-hmm. and he's leaving the hospital and he sees a staple gun
1: right right he's just like i remember yeah i just need to grab this of course and he's like pillow i Do will you... smother her <laughs> okay here's my question and i've always wondered this and i've seen this episode 3 or 4 times yes. in my life maybe more more yeah yeah uh do you think he was really going to kill Livia that night with the pillow? I
0: I don't know. I don't think he could have
1: composed himself in a way that he mm-hmm. could go through with it completely. There's no way. And there's no way he would have gotten away with it either. No. He'd be throwing his life away. He yeah. absolutely would have been caught.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he could have closed the door, smothered her with a pillow, been like, my mother... Right. She's dead.
1: Yeah, I don't think he would have gotten away with it. I don't think, the more I think about it, I don't think he was going to, but I think that he was probably going to scare her with mm. the pillow somehow, or just loom over her with it to threaten her. Well, either way, yeah. it doesn't matter because
0: mm-hmm. she's had a stroke, shall we say? Yes. Quote, stroke. Maybe
1: not. Maybe not. Yeah. But he's excited. Right. He's happy about it. Well, because he doesn't believe it at all. He's like, "Stroke! Oh, that's the final straw <laughs> yeah. of BS." Like, I can't. Like, this is just such a joke at this point. Like mm-hmm. now, like I'm gonna have fun. And here we get that slow exactly. frame,
0: slow mo, right? Of him, I guess, headbutting or throwing his elbow back, and or I think just to shoving. Your, yeah. Well, I think to your point, mm-hmm. like they shot a scene. Mm-hmm. They maybe just took one take of it mm-hmm. or didn't have a good take yeah and they had to slow it down otherwise you would have seen how obvious it was right that he doesn't hit this guy right because you don't get that in right. this i mean you kind of tell that he you know it's staged mm-hmm. obviously but yeah i think that's the reason it was slowed down yeah had to be yeah something like that. yeah i would think so right?
1: I would think so. Yeah, cuz again, it's it's just so unnecessary and odd. And it's not it doesn't feel like a stylistic choice. It just feels like a a weird technical necessity. Yeah. Yeah. So, absolutely. Weird. Yeah. But wow, how scary and creepy is it? Uh and just such a perfect way to end Tony and Olivia's interactions throughout this season with just him, like screaming over her, and she says nothing in reply. Just yeah. this kind of like non-committal smile. Is it an evil smile? Is it a bewildered smile? I I, mean, I think she loves seeing her yeah. son
0: upset and tormented by this, and so she's right. just pleased.
1: Yeah, she's pleased because she's like, finally, you've been getting under my skin. You've been making me feel really bad. I yeah. got you. It's I got fucked to. up. It really yeah. is if you think about it, but I
0: like your thought of that. This was this. If there were no other seasons, mm-hmm. this episode really ends this season. Well, yeah, in a way that we don't need to see anything else. It's, right. It's kind of concluded here in a way. It's not. He set his piece in his way of going there, grabbing a pillow and thinking about killing her. Right. He's kind of made, his piece there
1: yeah 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 and so has and he she. lets her know yeah and she uh nancy marchand brings a lot of performance to this uh you know just a testament to her power as an actress just lying you know right on a gurney with a little smile with and a mask on her face with a mask on her face and it's just kind of like wow yeah that's that's the climax, you yeah. know, for these for these two characters. After everything that's gone on, here it is. You know, we're gonna leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just that beautiful subtlety that The Sopranos does so well. Tony,
0: he has to go to Melfi mm-hmm. because of what just transpired. Yeah, he needs to get it out. He needs to talk, and he goes. I just like the added bonus of mm-hmm. the little guy cleaning the floor as Tony goes into yes. the office.
1: Well, also, is the bonus is yes, and that is great, and it's a wonderful detail, and the storm arrives mm-hmm. uh, but is it also just is he there as a practical measure just to say like, oh, juniors in jail, all my enemies have been defeated, actually, you're fine oh prob-
0: probably is, same. is that part of it oh, maybe, yeah, yeah, that might be part of it, but I think too, like uh, he needs to right speak with her, yeah, and yeah, you just continue, I don't think it's over, mm-hmm. I don't think he thinks. Uh, we figured it out. My Mm -hmm. mom wanted me killed. I'm cured. I don't think it's that.
1: I mean, over in the sense of just... Because he tells her, like, you have to go into hiding, essentially. Yes. And is he... Oh, he's probably going
0: back, yeah, to be like, oh, you don't need to leave. Right. Well, she's gone.
1: Yeah, she's gone. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's got no therapist to talk to. And then, you know, big storm with the family. I mean, what do you think of this ending?
0: I like the ending. Yeah. I, yeah, so we're, we're now into the the final bits.
1: Yeah, the final scene. Um, yeah.
0: Here, I liked that they guilt-tripped Artie into letting them in, mm-hmm. and yet the only people in the restaurant
1: mm-hmm.
0: are Polly and Syl right and Christopher and Adriana.
1: Yeah, I thought this was really funny. Yeah, all of our main characters are there as, like, this is a this is like a sitcom maneuver, right. not in a bad way. It's just kind of fun. But like Polly and Syl yeah. are like same side sitting mm-hmm. in a romantic candlelight dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, Cause funny. the power is out. Right? So there's
0: only candles left. Yeah. Right. So it's, yeah, it's, Kinda of silly.
1: I mean, it's yeah, it's it's amazing that I don't know, there's just something kind of indescribable about the fact that after everything that Tony and Artie went through in this episode, mm-hmm. that they arrive there to, you know, Tony arrives with his family at the door acting like none of that even happened and yeah acting like none of that even happened either and it's just like wow okay i guess that's it like yeah back to being friends also i
0: the one thing i would have liked from Mm the scene is just like a little gesture head nod shot from him and chris Mm -hmm. that they recognize like chris is okay He's going to get over it, but he loves him. That's it. Now, Tony does go over there. He says hi, but they don't focus on it. It's not not emphasized. I would have just liked a little, like, Tony and Chris catch eyes, and Mm -hmm. Chris smiles, he nods, Mm -hmm. whatever. It doesn't have to be over the top and cheesy, but something where, because Christopher doesn't really have much in this. Well,
1: he's gazing lovingly into Adriana's eyes, and what I realized, right, is that the last time we saw Chris and Aid was in the infamous, a hit is a hit Yes, episode, right? And when she stormed out, and so this little bit confirms, like, oh, they got back together,
0: Oh, okay,
1: yeah, well, that's so that's what that's all sweet. about. I mean, I guess that this is a great scene in the sense of it, after all of the bloodshed and all of the drama, mm-hmm. we see all of our main characters, or you know, a lot of our main characters, all of our main characters, yeah, um in a state of more or less perfect contentment. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. That's an interesting note to end on. Yeah. Well. I mean, paulie has got his uh, poison (laughs) (laughs) ivy. Yes. He's got his cream all over his face and neck. (laughs) Yes. I will say, though, ending
0: season one Mm -hmm. with a dinner scene. Yes. The Soprano family. Oh, yeah. Is very important. Very, very important. Like the proposed
1: toast to my family. Someday soon, you're going to have families of your own. And if you're lucky, you remember the little moments, like this, that were good well you know the other thing too that i think is so cool about it is that is i think a testament to the fact that despite tony being a killer despite tony being a criminal despite him always having to look over his shoulder he's still able to get through life just the same way anyone else is Mm. you know the good times yeah those moments when you're with your family and things are okay. Cause they don't always last, yeah. but he still takes the same solace in those moments that anyone else would mm. who doesn't do what he does for a living. Mm-hmm. And then of course, you know, I think it's an appropriate time to fade out and give us uh, a little Springsteen. Absolutely. New Jersey's finest. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And thus concludes season one of the Sopranos only took us about four months to get through this
1: it only took us about four hours to get through this episode (laughs) that's true
0: (laughs) that does it for this episode of the soprano show i'm gavin bowen and i'm hannibal diaz join us next week because we're not stopping we're gonna keep going no breaks for us season two episode one next week and again love all the support You can uh, further support us just by subscribing on iTunes and leaving comments and reviews wherever podcasts are found, finding us on Twitter and Facebook at The Soprano Show and liking us there. And as we do with every episode, we end with a favorite line from this episode. And I think we've already discovered between Mm -hmm. us that we have a favorite line shared again from
1: (laughs) this episode has to be this line intended to be i think everyone's favorite line from the episode because it's a meta joke in a sense well maybe meta is not the right word whatever but it's just a perfectly hilarious way to sum up the entire season of the sopranos and that line is but i never should have asked him about eating pussy this whole walk could have been averted cunnilingus and psychiatry brought us to this yeah i mean absolutely true I would love that on a shirt. (laughs) Cunnilingus and Psychiatry brought us to this dash Tony Soprano. Oh, my gosh. Well, if we have any
0: artists out there or anybody inclined, please make that shirt. Please make that That shirt. That would be awesome. I'm going to write that that down. We're going to keep that as a shirt idea. If this thing blows up, we're going to need shirts, Annabelle, The official Soprano show shirt. Number one. That is and psychiatry brought us to this.